Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tempcast. Today's episode is a little bit sparse in terms of its cast. Big series of unfortunate events hit us, like just unexpectedly, uh, beginning this month. So let's start with uh, Stephen. Uh, Stephen said he doesn't want to be on the podcast today because he's watching Squid Game. I don't know what Squid Game is. Krista, she just completely disappeared. Like the last message I've got from uh, Chari was, wow, this Travis Scott concert is packed. Oh, wow. She hasn't, she hasn't said anything yet. So it's been like, what, 12 hours? Okay. And uh, Jordan, Rai Rai 4, unfortunately passed away from a vaccine complications i've been told not to talk about this because it might i guess we won't get into that um unfortunately but yeah rest in peace rai rai four and uh uh chari if you're listening to this podcast like we're fucking worried i've got your parents like texting me and shit i know it sounds like i'm laughing but i'm actually just holding back my tears i can't believe that after all this time jordan rai rai four decided to get the vaccine and then contracted ligma and it's just, I miss him. I miss him. Like, yeah, he was so afraid of getting the disease because he's like, uh, well, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about him, but let's be honest. It wouldn't, it wouldn't go lightly with him, COVID, you know? No, 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 not at all. He is a 80-year-old grandmother, that is. Well, that's the first thing I thought about Jordan when I he actually turned on his webcam. That oh, that's an eighty-year-old grandmother who is uh, yeah. But speaking about illnesses, I I couldn't record last week, so that's why there wasn't any episode last week. By the way, despite like major yeah. things happening in the gaming scene, the first time we missed a week, we're gonna have to Oof. we're gonna have to have two episodes in one week because I, I feel no. like we got to make up for this. No, we got to make up for this, man, because the, the weeks are off now. Uh, I, I, okay, we can do that at some point. Like I feel like, but not this week. No, no, not this week. But someday gonna when there's gonna be bit. like we release an episode, then. I don't know. Uh, Miyamoto announces Mario three or whatever. <laughs> and uh, we just need to record like a breaking news episode. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah. I think a breaking news episode can fix our flaws. This episode is actually sponsored and it, no, it's not Ray Shadow legends. This is an actual real sponsor. So our sponsors are, we have two sponsors. The first sponsor is amoxicillin. It's an antibiotic that that helped me a lot with my nasopharyngitis. Like, fuck that, dude. Uh, I just did not want to live uh, nasopharyngitis. And our second... I don't know why I wrote this down and I thought it was funny in my head. Our second, our second sponsors are C-sections. Uh, a great way to get your, uh, your child out during labor. Uh, that's what it says. And, you know, fun fact, Eric Sander was born through a, a C-section. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's what he said. And if it wasn't for a C-section, we might not have Eric Sander with us to talk about this next topic about Gary Bowser. He's, he's in trouble again, or is he? Eric, take it away. Uh, yes, he's in trouble again. Well, actually, he's getting out of trouble, kind of, right? 
Yeah. Uh, there was a plea deal finally. He's admitted guilt. He Everything that he did was bad. And now he owes Nintendo so much money that they're going to be collecting from his great, 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 great grandchildren if anybody wants to uh, uh, procreate with this person. So do we know how much money exactly he owes? Um, no, because you were supposed to do all of the research, right? I, I, I sent you court documents like in PDFs. Yeah, I know, but did you pay me for them? I, you, you're, no, it's a couple million dollars, right? It's 4.5. It's 4.5, not 14 million. It's 4.5 million. Yeah. Gotcha. So basically he was charged with, I think, 11 different counts of various crimes. He ended up pleading to two of them. Right. So uh, a bunch of the other ones went away and pursuant to this plea deal, uh, he's getting out of jail. Right. And he owes four point five million dollars to Nintendo. Yeah. And another interesting tidbit is that he needs to give up his technology, like all the technology that was seized from him and technology that's like hard drives, micro SDs, flash drives, whatever. And he has to consent to the destruction of that. So that's around 30 terabytes of hard drives, micro SDs, flash drives, a couple of laptops, phones, mod chips, and hacked game consoles. So, fun fact, Nintendo is going to be destroying hacked Switches. So, if you have a hacked Switch, better watch out. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming. They're going to break it. They don't care if it's theirs. They'll destroy it. Wow, that's hardcore. So, he's not going into jail, right? Uh, Well, I mean, I think he's getting out of jail, right? I, I don't, don't know I why just... else he would uh, plead to all of that. I mean, well, I do know why else he would plead to all of that is because they were alleging so many different things. At this point, uh, he's he's only pleading guilty to 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 two of the things, right? Yeah, I don't know what you. Yeah, so that's usually how these kind of things go. There's no precedent set uh, from this because basically the court doesn't have to. Uh, make a ruling based on the facts or, you know, they don't have to give its reasoning for why it ruled the way it did because basically it was pursuant to a plea agreement. This won't really, man, I'm, I'm more better with question and answer than I am just talking about it because I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this has already known about the ruling and what happened is that he was charged with all of that and he pled and now he owes money and he's not going to jail uh, anymore. And that's that. So what if he doesn't give the money? What happens then? Well, then they can just start collecting. They can garnish his wages and stuff like that. I mean, clearly they're never going to get the several million dollars. Um, it's more, yeah, they're, they're, he's what we call judgment proof. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you can't really uh, get everything that you lost from this one guy, but they're, yeah, they're going to try. They're going to take as much as they can. Yeah. And it's, it, it says right here that according to the court, team executor has caused around 65 to $150 million in losses for Nintendo. And oh other, yeah, that's totally accurate. Mm -hmm. I, like, do they just, do they have the information on how I think this is what they did. They literally took every single ROM that was hosted on the website, right? Uh, wait, mm -hmm. that's not what they did. Did SXOS host? ROMs? Well, in theory, they're saying that every game that was pirated is a lost yeah. sale, which obviously isn't true uh, because, you know, just because you're pirating a game doesn't mean that if piracy wasn't an option that you would buy it. I mean, I, I'm, 
pretty sure we all know that. Yeah. But that is definitely the theory that they did and should pose that, I mean, that's what I would do if I was Nintendo, say basically every single pirated game is a lost sale, which is what they did. They were alleging way more than 4.5 million, but they ended up settling that because you start off high and then you settle for low-ish. As if 4.5 million is low. Yeah. Once again, we already talked about this topic like several times on the Tempcast only that this money is, isn't something like Nintendo's actively seeking to recoup its so-called losses on, right? That $4.5 million is nothing to them. They just want to punish him as much as they can and send this out as a warning to other potential developers who want to make money off of their piracy software. Well, this isn't even piracy software. Can you call that? Can you describe it as piracy software? I mean, it's used for piracy, but eh, well, I don't know. If only we had Steven on the podcast, he could talk about atmosphere. He's a big Sires M fan. He knows everything about atmosphere. He could describe in detail why uh, atmosphere is good, SXOS bad. But unfortunately, he uh, died from the coronavirus or something. I don't remember. Uh, wait, I'm pretty. Wait, no. Jordan got the corona, and he's also an 80 year old grandma. Stephen is. What was Stephen? Why? Is oh, Steven he right was here? at the Travis Scott concert, and he's not. No, that was Krista. Krista was at the <laughs> Travis Scott concert. Stephen was. Hmm. Stephen's just a douche. I think he was a pedophile. Was that? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, know. he was caught doing bad, bad, bad stuff, and we're supposed to distance ourselves from him. I'm gonna delete all the Tempcast episodes with Steven in them. <laughs> so, welcome to Tempcast episode three. <laughs> no, we're just gonna have episode uh, 27 and this one. That's it. We're just gonna rename Steven to McCree. <laughs> uh, uh, we should just rename him to Travis Scott. Travis Scott. I like how we're able to sprinkle in real news into all of the fake gaming news that we deal this, with. This is real news. I, th- I get. Do you do you have any idea how much money Nintendo has lost? At least eight Travis Scott fans. God bless America, man. <laughs> You're really going hard with that bit. <laughs> hey, I need people to listen to this podcast. I need. I need to make a living with all the money that we make from this. Speaking of making a living, Sony doesn't want to make a living for themselves because they could easily do that if they released Bloodborne on PC. But they mm-hmm. don't. They, they're not doing that. But if you're a PC gamer, don't worry. Don't worry because we've got something better coming for you. Have you heard, Alexander, of the Bloodborne for PlayStation 1. Yes, I've heard of the Bloodborne for PS1 D-Make that will only be playable on PC and absolutely not on your PS1, which I think is just hilarious that they call it that, Bloodborne PS1. Yeah. But no, you're not running this on your emulator. You're running it just straight on your computer. No, it's pretty cool, actually. Have you ever played Bloodborne? I don't even wanting to. <laughs> if I've been wanting to play a game, do you, do you think I would have played it already if I've been wanting to play game? There's lots of games that I want to play that I haven't played yet. But are there any games that you want to play that you've already played? Yes. Except Kingdom Hearts. Uh, a Link to the Past. 
I've ah. been wanting to play that again. Again, here's a fun fact. I've actually have played Bloodborne physically, like the real version. Uh, it was one time I was out with a friend and we went to this uh, gaming cafe or whatever. And uh, we just rented a PS4. This was back in the day when the PS4 was like kind of new and stuff. So we went there and we played Bloodborne. And that was the first time I've ever played a FromSoft game. And I was like, oh, wow, this is so this is so cool. But at the same time, super difficult. And I don't even think I got to the first boss. Um, that game wow. was very confusing. Well, the first me. boss was within the first couple. Oh, you're not talking about the wolf that kills you. No. I'm pretty sure that this D-make is only going to go to the first boss. Second one. It's going up to the second, second one? one. Yeah. This is developed by uh, Lilith Valentine. No, wait, that can't be right. What? Oh, no, it's uh, developed by Lilith Walter. Um, Walter. It's not not our Lilith Valentine, uh, unfortunately. That would be pretty lit. That would be. We could, like, if that was actually made by a GBA temp member, we could just completely ignore this topic. Why would we? That's a reference to the time we ignored the... Uh, the Saturn emulator found at the Switch. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Well, because we found the source from a different website that didn't even cite back to GBA Temp. Yeah, and it wasn't even published on GBA Temp's front page. Uh, fun times, yeah. fun times. But yeah, this D-Make, this is fun fact. It's not actually, you can't run it on a PS1 because it's running on Unreal Engine, which is uh, which makes sense to me from a game developer point of view. Like it's a lot easier to just uh, use a well-known, well-sourced gaming engine than just trying to make it as PS1 as possible. Then try to, I don't know, take a Tony Hawk Pro Skater and then try to remake that engine into Bloodborne. That's just, uh, that's almost impossible. I'm really looking forward to more games in, in this kind of art style, this low poly, no texture filtering type of art style i want mm -hmm. this to become the new pixel art games you know what i mean uh there's this uh fun shooter it's called devil daggers it's on steam it it has this kind of like doom not even doom aesthetic it's not even it's like if quake was on the ps1 that's how it looks like it's a really fun little first person shooter and you shoot with your fingers in it. That's really cool. You literally shoot with your fingers. And the more powerful you are, the more fingers you can shoot from. So check out Devil Daggers on Steam. And also uh, check out Bloodborne PS1 D-Make. It's coming out for free. The developer says that uh, they're going to release the source code later on. So, hey, that's, that's really cool. It might be the only time I'm going to be able to play that game on PC, unfortunately. Speaking of Bloodborne and FromSoft, FromSoft actually showed us some Elden Ring gameplay. Eric Xander, what do you think of it? I think that I'm really excited for you because I know how excited you are for Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked that video. I watched it actually live. I was anticipating the premiere of it and uh, it wasn't good. I mean, the, the gameplay itself is great. The premiere, the the way they showed it, the way they presented it wasn't good. I don't know what kind of encoding they used. The YouTube stream looked like ass. It was really, really bad. Like even on the highest quality setting, like a 1080p 60, 
it, it looked terrible. There was like banding issues and noise everywhere. I don't know if it's a present in the, uh, the gameplay trailer that they released, but it, it's, it's really bad. I, it, it ruined the experience for me, but from what I've seen, the game looks awesome. Uh, it looks just like Dark Souls 4. It looks like a Dark Souls 4. This is mm-hmm. like, just to give you an idea how much this looks like Dark Souls. Imagine if Square Enix released like an open world game and the main, uh, the main character was Sora with the C and <laughs> looked Cora. exactly Cora. <laughs> and it looked exactly like uh sora only with a different hairstyle and just a little bit taller and the gameplay mechanics were just like kingdom hearts 3 and uh instead of donald duck and mickey mouse you had bugs bunny and daffy duck like (laughs) that's exactly what this feels like you're sounding ridiculous why would it be bugs bunny and daffy duck wouldn't it be more like daffy duck and porky pig whereas bugs bunny would be the king i don't what you think that I haven't thought about this? We got King Mickey, we got Donald and Goofy, right? Okay. So we would have King Bugs, and then and then we would have Daffy and Porky. What? Porky, of what? course, would be the Goofy. He would be, you know, the knight, whereas Porky would be the wizard. Or, or sorry, let me rephrase that. Daffy would be the wizard because of, you know... That, 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 that seems to be what makes sense to me. Keep the ducks as the uh, wizards. Ladies, Eric Sander is single. <laughs> His DMs are open. So if you want to crawl up, up in those DMs, feel free to. That's uh, what he said. I know so much about 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 Kingdom Hearts. I, I think, I can't say this with 100% confidence, but I feel like Dark Souls lore is just as complex as Kingdom Hearts lore, if not even more. It's significantly less complex than Kingdom Hearts. Why do you think Kingdom Hearts lore is complex? Is it because you need to own like 70 systems to play? You all need to. I yeah. will okay. stab I know. you. Yeah. You need one system. Only the PS4 or PS5 and play the collection. Yeah, I know. Boom, baby. But before that, before that. Before, who cares? It's 2021, buddy. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares about the before times? Uh, you can play all three Dark Souls games and still not get the lore. Can you do that with the Kingdom Hearts games? What? You can play all three Dark Souls games and not understand the lore any single bit. But can you do the same with Kingdom Hearts? Yes, you could play every Kingdom Hearts game and have no idea what's going on. No, I mean in the sense that you are an adult, you know, you can read dialogue, you uh, read some of the text of the game, and you have a grasp of continuity and plot progression, right? I have a grasp of it, yes. So you can understand, oh, this is Sora, and this is Roxas, and Roxas is Sora's nobody. Okay, I understood this. Wow, I didn't realize you were such a Kingdom Hearts fan, buddy. (laughs) I realized this because I played Kingdom Hearts 365 divided by 2 or something. You can understand that, right? If you get, like, the plot. There is no plot in the Dark Souls games. There isn't, like, a linear plot thing. Well, there is, but it's so thin. That without reading... <laughs> you like, think Kingdom Hearts is linear. I like, get what you're saying, though. 
like if you don't like read up on stuff on the wiki or item descriptions, you need this is the only game series where you need to read item descriptions in order to progress in the plot and in the game. Actually, Dark Souls one, I was stuck because I needed to buy an item from a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. I'd argue that the lore is way more complex. The reason why I'm bringing this up is this gameplay trailer convinced me even more that Elden Ring is actually legitimately Dark Souls 4. And I don't mean that as in the sense of a spiritual successor. I mean that in the sense that the events in this game take place in almost the same universe as Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. And it takes place after the events of Dark Souls 3. I am absolutely well, not certain. I'm like 95% certain that that's what's going on. Like all the proof is there. Like the sound that enemies make when they die is exactly the same as in Dark Souls. It wasn't the same in Sekiro, I think. And like, how do you explain that? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Imagine if there was a game that had the same sound effects as Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, um, there's a couple. Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Imagine that. Well, Final Fantasy is basically non-canon Final uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is the canon version of uh, the characters from the Final Fantasy games, as well as the canon version of the characters from the Disney games. So when my little nephew is watching Disney XD, right, and is a, there's a Mickey Mouse cartoon, is he basically watching Kingdom Hearts lore? He is watching non-canon stories from the Kingdom Hearts universe. Is Fantasia the 1940s... American movie in the Kingdom Hearts lore. Yes. What? Yes. Yeah. uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. So it's not like not canon. Yensid is is a Keyblade Master, that uh, and Mickey is his apprentice. And you go, yeah, and and there's a mysterious tower. And the thing is, the events of Fantasia Fantasia are not necessarily canon, but the characters are. Uh, ah, such as that it, spooky demon guy. But that doesn't make the film itself canon then. If the, the film events... itself is is non-canon. It is filler. Okay. So you could uh <laughs> so I don't need I don't need to watch Fantasia in order to play Kingdom Hearts 3. That's good to yes, know. Yes, exactly. You don't yeah, just like you don't need to watch the first three Broly movies before you watch the canon fourth one. That's actually a good explanation because those weren't even in the canon. Huh. Huh. That's a good explanation. Of course. Everything relates back to Dragon Ball, One Piece, or Kingdom Hearts. Okay, so you could apply that to all the Disney movies then. Not all Disney movies. So are there like Disney movies that are in canon? With the Kingdom Hearts lore in the sense that those events are the way they transpire in the Kingdom Hearts universe. Is so there are movies that are that are accurate, but leave some things out. Like they leave the fact that Sora was there the whole time, of course. In um, Tangled, for example, yeah. that movie is canon, but they got rid of all of the Sora parts. So insofar as, you know... That, it's not canon. Uh-huh. Now, the events of Toy Story 1 and the events of the original Monsters, Inc. are both canon. And Kingdom Hearts, 
three events in those worlds take place between uh, the first of those movies and the next one. That makes sense. It makes total sense. I'm not just speaking out of my ass. I know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Okay, now this is going to blow your mind. Okay. Elden Ring might be taking place inside of a painting. Mm. Has that ever happened in Kingdom Hearts? Inside of a painting. A painting. I'm trying to think. Because the answer might be yes. <laughs> uh, definitely events have taken place in digital worlds and in sleeping worlds. Yes, Tron in a Dream Drop distance. Yes. Uh, and also fake Twilight Town and also most of the events of the second part of Union Cross. In a painting, though. No. No. I don't think that there... I don't think that events happened in a painting. There was a mirror world instead of a mirror, but that's not a painting. Ah, uh, come on. That's Alice in Wonderland shit. That's, like, first grade stuff. Come on. Well, that didn't happen in a painting either. Or a mirror world. No, I'm I'm saying Alice in Wonderland 2, the one that there she goes through a mirror. Oh, through the looking glass? She, through the looking glass. Yeah, that she goes through a mirror. Yeah, that's not canon. That's... Is that not canon to the Alice in Wonderland universe or the the Kingdom Hearts one? There is no Alice in Wonderland universe. There is only a Kingdom Hearts universe. So wait, what about the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Is that canon to the... Because that's Disney, right? That is Disney, yes. But, but it's it not. is non-canon. Yet. Yeah, well, the events that will take place in the games, if the Marvel characters show up, will be canon. But the movies that we've already seen will not be. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I can make this any clearer. Super Smash Brothers is canon, but also I believe it's a dream sequence. Uh, what? 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 No, you can't yeah. just leave that and, and move on to the next topic. Wait, no, what the f- Smash Bros. takes place in a dream. Yeah. Whose dream is it? Sora's dream. While, while Sora is asleep after Chain of Memories and prior to Kingdom Hearts 2 and during the events of 35589 no. divided by 75, that's when the events of 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 Super Smash Bros. happen. No. Inside of Sora's okay. brain. Here's here's the real Super Smash Bros. lore. Okay? Are you ready for this? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Super Smash Brothers actually takes place in the mind of a child with autism. <laughs> this why are you laughing? The master Because hand. I just said it's taking place in a Sora dream sequence. <laughs> <laughs> the master hand is actually the hand of uh, the boy who has autism. Like this is real stuff. This is and the, you know the reason why it's gloves? yes, because he has like like some kind of OCD. He can't like touch his uh, his toys with his real hands because mm. uh, he's sweaty all the time. <laughs> and the reason why the master hand is a villain is because he has this aggression in him. You know how autistic people are; they're kind of angry and stuff. And so that's that's what the plot of the first game, at least, is. And the second, third, and fourth are just extrapolations of that. And mm-hmm. I did not make this up because this was a game theories video I watched a long time ago. It was so stupid. I still remember it. Shout out to Matt Pat. 
No, fuck you, Matt Pat. You and your theories are just so obnoxious. Link is not dead in Majora's Mask. Oh my god, everybody shut up. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's they didn't have the kid die and then and then later become an adult skeleton who had children, okay? He's not dead. Fuck you, Matt Pat. What about the uh, Link that While we're at it, fuck you, Death Battle. Goku beats <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Do, does Superman win in that? Are you serious? Yes, he wins both times. Are you kidding me? Even I know yes. that Goku would win. And I'm not a Goku fan at all. God. First of all, Superman has died like so many times in the comics. He's been so emasculated in the well, canon. So is Goku, but. Yeah, but Goku <laughs> always wins in the end. Yeah. Superman doesn't. Superman like might come back to life and then finds out Lois Lane Married an Asian guy or something. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> I think that happened in one of the comics. Oh man, I don't remember that. But then again, I don't. I don't read it because I only. I only read uh, comics with strong superheroes. Hey, you said you didn't remember that, Eric. But do you remember Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Oh boy, howdy, do I? Well, you're gonna remember it again. If you have an Oculus Quest 2, because... Uh, well, I don't. Well, you will get it soon, because it's going to be mandatory in order to enter the metaverse. Um, it's going to be like Facebook. You know mm-hmm. how some employers, they're not going to get you if you don't have like a, a Facebook account with like yeah. proper social stuff? Otherwise, they just won't hire you because they do most of their communication through Facebook for some reason. Hmm. That's that's what's yeah. going to happen with the metaverse. You're going to have to you're going to be going to court through VR. You're going to have to have a VR headset in order to be present on the hearings. That's what's going to be happening. Yeah. This is the future that you have chosen. Mark Zuckerberg who for some reason does public events now announced like in this super cringy like announcement thing for they're renaming Facebook to the metaverse and Mark Zuckerberg wants to be the guy from Ready Player One or something. He's trying to make like a... All right, we're not going to get into that SAO bullshit. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas in VR. This is the most intriguing title that I have never expected in my life. I never in my life would I think this would be happening. Like maybe as a mod or something, or as a fan creation. No, officially, San Andreas in VR, and it's the original San Andreas, not the fucking shitty one in GTA 5. It's the real one with San Fierro, Los Santos, and uh, whatever. I, I've said this, if Zuckerberg removes the Facebook requirement for the Oculus Quest 2, I'm getting a Quest 2, and I'm getting this game. He's doing it just for you, buddy. Like, if he does that, I don't... I'll, I'll put my money where my mouth's worth. Is that what why they don't say? You just, uh, why don't you just get a uh, uh, Facebook? I don't want to. And use your real name, uh, Alan Jonathan. Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is going. <laughs> this is gonna be air. Oh, is it? Oh shit! Wait, we're actually posting this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this. It's interesting because 
How are they going to do that? Are they? Oh, they might use the definitive edition one that's running on Unreal Engine, and then just quickly port that to VR. That's a genius idea. I've I've played that game like I don't know twenty times. That GTA San Andreas is my Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I love that game. I'd love to see it in VR. I want to be CJ. I want to play the hot coffee mod. I want to. Yeah, I feel like that's not gonna that's not gonna be an option. I'm gonna make it an option. Hillary Clinton uh, got rid of that. I'm gonna make it an option in VR. You can do anything you want. <laughs> and really it's, and it's, and it's going to be everybody. Everybody's going to be hot coffeeed in that game when I'm playing. Officer Tenpenny, get over here. Anyways, are we sure we're going to have to post this? Anyways, but GTA San Andreas, that was a game that was uh, developed by Rockstar, Rockstar Games. And Rockstar, their publishing company is Take-Two. Do you know that, Eric Sander, man? That they're, yes, I sure did. Well, sad news from Take Two. Unfortunately, it's not about the lawsuit they have against like modders and hackers who are trying to reverse engineer the original trilogy. They canceled a game that was in development by the Mafia Three Studio. I just have to, I had to talk about this because Hangar Thirteen, the studio, was working on. So the, the, the project, the, the code name for their project was Volt. But the reason why we chose that was that so paparazzi and stuff couldn't get the scoop on this. Uh, we were planning to make this announcement on E3 2022. They were working on Alien John 2, unfortunately. Yes. And uh, wow. we had to close, close development because, um, well, I did it myself personally because the concepts i was getting like there was interracial like kind of relationships going on that i i wasn't you know a fan of and i'm not talking white and black i was talking like alien human because that's not what alien john is about and they were trying to that's called interspecies well that's a, actually spoiler for alien john lore because aliens in alien john are actually just people from ukraine who developed in parallel with the civilized world. What the? And so they, they wanted to make this game. They concentrated less on like the, the gaming aspects and were trying to be woke and stuff. And I was like, no, we're not, we're not doing this. So $53 million in the drain. It doesn't matter. But um, yeah, we've been working on this since 2017. Yeah, it's canceled. We're going to have to find a new studio for this. So, yeah, that's sad. It's really sad when you have to cancel a sequel to a beloved game. You know, sometimes maybe it's too hard to just outright say that it's canceled and instead try to delay it to an unspecified year after 2022. I wonder if any other company has done that recently. Yeah, Overwatch 2 got delayed. Big surprise. It's probably has nothing to do with the game and entirely to do with we we need our reputation to be fixed first. You think so? Hmm. No, I think that the game's probably not ready. I don't know what I don't even understand why 
why the game exists. Why they need a second Overwatch? It's the weirdest thing ever. At first they said, oh, if you have Overwatch 1, you can still play with people who are playing Overwatch 2. Like, what? That doesn't really make sense. Uh, I mean, like, that's cool, but what what are you improving if you... Oh, we're doing new characters, character improvements. Like, why can't you just do that in Overwatch 1? You've been tweaking characters for the entire period of the game since release. Oh, yeah, but we're adding like new maps. We're adding like PVE co-op mission. You've you've had those like every year on anniversary events. Why don't why do you It's like is it like on on new engine? What's going And now they're saying that it's not going to be intercompatible with Overwatch 1. I I just why why is this game why like that's imagine if if valve was like hey team fortress 3 it's got the same characters and you can play if you have team fortress 2 you can play team fortress 3 but you're not playing team fortress 3 you're playing team fortress 2 with team fortress 3 players and they're gonna have team fortress 3 characters and you're gonna have team fortress 3 characters but you're gonna be playing team fortress 2 but you're playing Team Fortress 3. This is well, so confusing. Uh, they should really just scrap this and just give the IP to me so I can make my long-awaited Overwatch porn flash game. Neat. Speaking of neat, this episode is done. Good night. Bye. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. God, thank you. Thank you, Joe.